Welcome to the New Swingers Podcast, the only podcast in the world specifically created for and focused on couples who are new to or curious about the swinger lifestyle. It is for audiences of those age 18 years and older. And though we give our opinions, we are not therapists or mental health professionals, and our opinions are simply our own. So here's the deal. Lots of couples new to the swinger lifestyle have a lot of questions, and they're often nervous or feel insecure. Our mission is to help you answer all of those questions so you can explore the swinger lifestyle comfortably at your own pace and make your sex life sizzle. Our voices have been changed to protect our identities and any email questions of yours that we read will be addressed anonymously to protect your identity as well. And a lot of you ask about wanting to see what June looks like because she sounds so hot. Well, she is hot. And here's how you can see what she looks like. This hot, sexy, gorgeous, former church preschool teacher turned hot swinger wife. Just click the first link in the show notes to check out June's OnlyFans page. You'll get unlimited access to hot, daily, uncensored glimpses of her and her gorgeous 32 D pierced nipples. She gets pretty crazy on there. Just click the first link in the show notes. Welcome to today's show. I am John. I'm June. And we are here together, sitting here naked in our home studio doing our podcast because <laughs> that's our MO. It's what we do. That's what we do. It's always hotter doing a sex <laughs> podcast when you're naked together. Mm. Yeah. So you can fondle my breast and I can grab your dick. Pretty much. While we're doing the podcast. It's far more enjoyable that way. <laughs> um, it's not required, but um, often preferred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels pretty good. So today we are talking about guys in the lifestyle. Now this is single guys or guys who are part of a couple. You have a you know a partner with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, today's episode, the whole theme is pretty much this: guys, don't be a fucking weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it's a weird thing in the lifestyle with with especially single guys. I think I think it's like the supply and demand thing where there's so many single guys where it's just kind of like, oh, there's so many of them, whatever. There's no real demand for mm-hmm. that, um, as bad as that sounds. Um, then again, a lot of couples are looking for single guys because that's what they're into. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, but the thing about it is that, you know, they, they can try too hard or maybe they're nervous and so they act weird. It's really off-putting. And it never gets them anywhere, and it makes all of them look bad, uh, even the ones who are good dudes. Yeah. There are good dudes out there, and there are bad dudes out there, just like anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so the big – you know, and one of the, one of the things, too, is um, like especially like a like a lifestyle club. Tell the story real quick of uh, – there's that – without going into too many details. Um, tell about that guy who like who walks around. And we're like, oh my gosh, there oh, he is again. That guy. Talk, okay. talk about your experience as a woman. <laughs> like, just, yeah. Okay. Well, so we go to the clubs, and sometimes we go when it's um, a night where the single guys can be there. Um, the club we're at only has certain nights that they're allowed to go. And other than that, it's couples only, which is yeah, our favorite night. Which actually. is our favorite when it's couples only. But we still go. Um, those t- days because we have some friends that we've made that we'd like to see. Um, and so, um, this dude is there. He's, a, I don't Pretty know. Every, I mean, a every, creeper. Every time the doors are open, he's, he's there. Which, if it's a single, wrong, yeah. If it, if it's a single night, that dude is there every fucking time and every fucking time he's walking around like continuously eyeballing you with the creeper like 
psycho look in his eyeballs with no like emotion, no smiles, just like a stoic look on his face and just kind of looks at you as you walk by. I remember our very first, I had my very first girl experience and we went into a private, it was the, you know, the four of us, the, the lady and then her husband and then the two of us, you know, the two of us. And we had the curtains closed as much as they would close, but there was some gaps in it. And I swear to you that that dude was fucking like looking through the curtain like the, the the little the little the opening tiny the little bit that you could see you could see his eyeball. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so creepy. Not that there's anything wrong with looking. I'm a guy I like to watch, but you know, if the curtains are closed 99.9 percent of the way, it's probably because they want privacy. Can you not make it fucking weird though? Can you not look like a psycho as you're staring at us? Well, and he doesn't. The thing is, like, he doesn't talk to anyone. Like, he doesn't say anything. He doesn't no. go, "Hey, how are you?" You know, just just to be normal. It it is just like. He roves around and gives off this really, and it's not just you. You're not the only one who's mentioned it uh, as a lady. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, th- this episode really isn't to bash the guys, but to say, no. don't fucking do these things. And we're going to make some suggestions as to things you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that not only do you have a better chance, but hopefully, you know, you're a better person than that. And you're not just giving off the wrong, the wrong vibe. Because yeah. here's the thing we've learned in lifestyle. It doesn't matter how much, how nice or cool you seem to be, you cannot lie about the vibe you give off. Yes, it vibes just, don't lie. <laughs> it just happens. Call it energy, whatever you want, gut instinct. When we feel something, it doesn't matter how nice and right things feel. If the vibe is if the vibe is off and we, we, we don't know what it is, we don't have to know. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing happening. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's almost like a hidden intention thing. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, like vibes kind of give off in a way, I think people's real intentions. Um, and we're all there to have fun. But, you know, sometimes you have to get to know people. If you're a guy and you just think you're going to walk up in somewhere and say hi to a hot lady and get her in bed, um, that's probably not going to happen. It might. I mean, there's some people out there when that's what they're for. Mm-hmm. They're there for it. And uh, I think it's all way, I think respect is way more important and higher up on people's standards where, hey, let's get to know you first. Yeah. Definitely on mine. Yeah, there's like there's like no chance any guy has with the unless like we've met we both met him like multiple times in person and you're comfortable. Yep. And um, but you know, and the thing about that too, it's kind of nice that weeds out the ones that are douches who are like, oh well, she, you know, oh I didn't, you know, it wasn't the first time we met like an hour ago and briefly talked across the table, and now it's like now they they just think like, oh well. We're not going to do that. It's kind of like, dude, you you actually expected that to happen, especially if she wasn't giving you any flirts or vibes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, but but people think that. Like, don't go into this thing with any sort of entitlement mentality. You're not entitled to anybody. Uh, nobody is. No. You know, I mean, our thing is we're just there to have a good time, mm-hmm. meet people, and those we feel comfortable with, uh, we become friends with. And if things organically go further, then they do. And if they don't, they don't. Either way, you and I go home together. And we have our fun, even if we didn't have fun with someone else. And that's happened before. Oh, yeah. It's happened multiple times where we just had fun. We went to the club. We didn't really meet anybody, but we just danced the night away and went back home and fucked. And it was awesome. Yeah. Because we got in a sexy environment. Then we came back. Mm -hmm. And a big thing about this, too, because I know I'm talking to the guys a lot here. It's uh, There's an old phrase that expectation is the mother of disappointment. 
if you go into a party or a play setting or a club with the expectation something's going to happen for you, but it's really outside of your control because obviously, um, in this case, maybe a, a lady actually has to like consent and be okay and feel comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. That that might not happen the first time you meet this person, and so then you walk out kind of disappointed. Uh, maybe act like kind of a douchebag. Um, maybe you don't. My, my whole thing is this, like if somebody tells me no, like if I offer, I just, I want that lady to, I'm a heterosexual man. So I want that lady to feel completely comfortable in her decision. Um, not cause I have any future agenda. I just don't like making people feel weird. I don't like, you know, I, I grew up around people who are extremely controlling, um, narcissistic, manipulating men, and mm-hmm. I, I fucking hate those people. And I can smell them ten miles away. Yeah, um, yeah. So if you're out there, like I can see you, you might not know it, uh, but I can feel it. And I can see it. And uh, a lot of people give away their cards; they show their cards too quick. But here, here's another story I want you to tell. Um, last week we were at the club that we go to, and normally I would never leave you by yourself. Yeah, you and I are always we walk everywhere together. Yes. Um, and this was a singles night also. Mm-hmm. So there were singles and couples there. Um, but you were with two of our friends. Yes. You know, a, a guy and a girl, uh, a guy and a lady who are um, good friends of ours, a couple that's friends of ours. And so you guys were going, you go, you're going to find a, a couch to sit on, uh-huh. sit down, have drinks. Well, I wanted to go back and get another drink out of the locker. Yeah. And so... I, I wouldn't normally, it was the first time I've done this. I said, well, hey, I'm going back to the locker to grab a drink. I'll be right there. Do you want to come with me or just go with them? And well, I and you went with them. Yeah, I went with them because I was like, well, I know these these yeah. two couples that I were walking with. I, I know them, so let's... Yeah, and I felt good because we know and trust them. Yeah. And um, even more so after what we're about to tell you. <laughs> but I would normally never leave June, you know, sitting by herself. Or walking by herself, even not not that it's dangerous or anything, but it could be uncomfortable for a lady. Mm-hmm. But I knew that the couple that she was going to sit with, they were friends of ours, and so I thought, well, hey, I'm just going to be a minute. You know, he's a military veteran, he's a combat veteran, just like me. Um, you know, and she's cool. So, <laughs> and uh, take it from there. Guys, have you found it difficult to get and keep an erection while at lifestyle events? If so, you're not alone, and it's common. The new environment and the distractions can contribute to a lack of an erection due to performance anxiety at the very moment you need it the most. I personally ran into this issue early on in the lifestyle and it was super frustrating. But don't worry, there's a solution. If you use our link in the show notes and use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout, you'll get $30 off your order of FDA-approved ED medication from Shameless Care so you can get hard and stay hard in the moments that matter most. Don't question your manhood or feel like less of a man ever again. Just click the link in the show notes right now to get $30 off before the promotion ends so you can get back in the game and blow your sex partner's mind. Click the link right now and simply use the coupon code NEW, N-E-W, at checkout. (laughs) So I went to the locker. You walked with them. He went to the locker. I walked with the two couples. It was literally like three minutes I was gone. And we sat down. And as soon as we sat down... Well, okay. So let me back up though, because I did see the dude sitting there on the couch watching us as we were dancing earlier on in the evening. Um, but then when, yeah, so he knew you were with me. Yeah. So he knew, 
Um, so uh, anyway, so we sat down on the couch. John goes and gets his drink. And while he's gone, the dude approaches. He said, hey, I'm new, uh, single. Uh, do you mind if I sit with you guys? And, you know, the other friends that were with with me, uh, we all were like, sure. So he kind of goes around introducing himself, uh, tries to shake my uh, the my my friend, my girl, like her hand first and not the dudes, which dude, if you're listening, shake the dude's hand first before you try to shake the girl's hand. Yeah. And <laughs> hold this story real quick. What she just said is really important. If you come up to me or me and June and you shake her hand first, like you're on the blacklist. You're already there. Yeah. Like we're not interested. Immediately you're like, on the blacklist. You, you just literally put a bullet in your own foot. Because it just gives off a bad vibe. Like, hey, what about the guy here? Like, you have mm-hmm. no respect for her army? Like mm-hmm. you know, so always always shake the guy's hand first. I even offended a lady one time. She went to shake my hand and I reached right past her and I looked at her had her guy and shook his hand and introduced myself and then I shook her hand. Mm-hmm. And she looked offended. And I said, Oh hey, don't worry. I said, I just, it's a respect thing. I always shake the guy's hand first. You yeah. know, that way nothing comes off weird. And um, I think she was drunk anyway, so it didn't really <laughs> matter. But uh, I even went against that, though, and, and kind of pissed her off. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, always shake the dude's hand first. If you yeah. don't, like, you, you've already shut yourself You've already up. made it weird. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead. Okay, so he, so he immediately was starting to try to shake the lady's hands mm-hmm. first. And I did not put my hand out nothing until after I saw him fucking shake everybody else's hand. Including the the guy and the couple. Including the guys. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, I'll shake your hand now. Um, And then the dude literally comes and sits right beside me. Like uncomfortably close? Uncomfortably close. Sits right next to me. And at first, my uh, our guy friend he thought it was <laughs> thought it was John for like a brief second. Yeah, because my guy friend is very protective of his lady, uh-huh. and protective of her and mine also. So we 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 kind of like, hey, I'm going to get a drink, you know, keep an eye on him. Yeah. Well, then <laughs> our friend notices that's not John. <laughs> yeah, he thought it was me for a second. You know, low lights and whatever. Yeah, and then he walks over. And I'm trying to remember exactly what he said, but basically the gist of it was like, hey, um, our her her husband is not back yet, and I'm going to stand right fucking here until he gets back. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. He literally stood literally right next to me, like as close as possible. Like got in between you. Oh, and like, it, it made it fucking awkward, and I was so happy. <laughs> One of the biggest challenges people face when they're new to the swinger lifestyle is finding other like-minded people to connect with and get to know. Because most people don't want others to know they're in the lifestyle. So how can you actually find these people? It's very simple, actually. Just go download our free two-page guide called Swing Easy. It's a free two-page PDF document where we show you three of the fastest and easiest places you can start meeting other couples just like you in the next 24 hours or less, guaranteed. 
just click the link in the show notes that says free swing easy PDF so you can start connecting with other like-minded couples and making new fulfilling friendships and connections in the next 24 hours or less. Go click the link and grab it right now before the offer expires. That's why you like this guy. And I had done the same for him and his girl. <laughs> yes. If you've ever seen like a, a dog, like a German shepherd that's protection trained and it get, you know, someone gets too close to like your kid mm-hmm. and that dog just walks right in between your kid and that fucking person and stands there and looks at him is apparently it's just like that. And, it was uh, awesome. I didn't know this till we got home later. Well, it was amazing because I was, I'm like I said, we are still new. Okay. And yeah. I'm. I have always been the, oh, let me just keep the peace. Just do what they want to keep the peace. Yes. You don't like confrontation. I don't like confrontation. But I've learned in this lifestyle, you've got to kind of have some balls. Yeah. Even ladies. <laughs> and, and yes, and ladies, yes. Have Even you have, have some, some guts, have some balls. So I was literally about to tell that guy, hey, I need you to scoot down because my husband is going to be back any second. And I was literally about to say that. And then and then my friend came yeah. over and, <laughs> and butted in and I was so happy he did. <laughs> yeah, and the guy hung around for a while, but it wasn't very long after after I got back. And I was nice to him, shook his hand, got to know him, talked to him a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he played it pretty cool. He was he's probably not a bad dude. But yeah. he may not have known what he was doing, but he was he was doing things that were giving off red flags. Uh, and may, these aren't maybe red flags for everybody. This is just for us at this point uh, in our journey of the lifestyle. Yeah. So don't think that everything we say is the only way it is. Yeah. This is just where we're at based on our experience. But we've also heard enough stories uh, from other people where yeah, you gotta look you gotta look out for yourself against you know not not that there aren't shady women out there. But most of the shady stuff going on, I would I would think, in my experience, I would agree and say it's coming from guys. Oh, yeah. Um, I always tell guys this. Like, if you want to talk to a couple because you want to play and maybe the lady's hot, don't approach them with the intention to fuck. Like, we can smell that a mile away. It's off-putting. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say this. Approach that couple like you're approaching your sister and her boyfriend. So, dudes, with a sister... Who's a grown up? Uh, <laughs> who's an adult? Imagine that woman is your sister, and that's her boyfriend or husband, and you're just going to sit down and talk to him. Have that mindset. Yeah. Because if there's a connection, then it can go elsewhere organically. But it's so less off-putting uh, when you're that way because nobody feels the the weird vibe energy that you're just here trying to get you know as a means to an end. Yeah. So now another another uh, story here I think could be a uh, a good lesson would be the um, uh, well we had a we had some other friends from just north of here they went to this resort somewhere down in Mexico yes and there were there were a couple of people who um, it was you, I want you to tell the story but it was basically this couple they had just met that day or something that they end up playing with, they told, it's like they told our, uh, this couple, they told the guy that she want that his wife wanted to do something. And then the lady told our friend, who's the wife that her husband wanted to do something. Yes. And we don't know all the details here, but there's a good point in this story. Can you tell that story? 
So, yeah, so secretly, the guy is telling my friend, hey, your husband said it was okay if we played. And then the same was happening. The, uh, the other lady was telling our my, my friend's husband, hey, she's okay if we play. So they were like, this other husband and wife were telling our friends who are married each other that they that they were okay with playing with the other one. Kind of like tag team manipulation almost. Like, yes. Yeah. Now we don't know all the details because I know, I know that we would have been like, well, Hey, Jane, uh, June, did you, June, did you say that? Or now I don't know, maybe there's alcohol involved. Like we don't know the details, but I, we just remember them sharing the story of, of mm-hmm. a tactic that was used against them well and they took they said they took a break for like six months to a year because of that but then they came to realize oh you didn't want to play they it's like they didn't they didn't realize that each other never said that they wanted that they didn't want that they wanted to play they never said that yeah sometimes when you're in your own situation you you it and I know I don't know if this was the case with them, but I know with us sometimes we're so much in our own situation, we're so close to it, we overlook things that might be easier to see for other people, but then it creates problems because we just we we only see through our own eyes. Mm-hmm. And so it was like they didn't realize that no, I never said that I was okay with you playing that that I wanted to play with them, and vice versa. Well, I never said that I was okay with you playing with like they never neither one of them had agreed that that was what they had agreed on, yeah. but they went at, they did go ahead and go on with it. Yeah, and how just, uncomfortable that must have been for them, or maybe they didn't realize. Well, I think they didn't realize what was happening. Again, mm-hmm. we don't know all the details. They yeah, told us, they told us briefly here. Mm-hmm. But they're telling us the story as as a lesson for things to look out for. Yeah. Um, because that caused a major ripple um, and strife between the two of them mm-hmm. uh, that these people didn't know and honestly didn't give a shit, obviously. Yeah. Uh, which is really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there's things to look out for there. Um, so then one other story, and then we're going to get to a couple uh, key points here for guys. But we were at a party the other night. I want you to tell this story um, because guys can come into this thing in the lifestyle with unrealistic expectations that are going to leave them disappointed and make it weird for everybody. You don't want to be that guy. Don't be that fucking guy because mm-hmm. your name will get around. People talk. And it's like, it's what one of our, our friends said recently. He said, he said, you know, in the lifestyle, people, if they're not respectful, they either learn and get respectful or they get pushed out. Yeah. And it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the guy we're referring to in this story she's about to tell, uh, motherfucker is getting pushed out. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. At least so, out of our lives. <laughs> so this couple had messaged with us on a website and found out we're going to the same party they were. Mm-hmm. It was a small party. There's probably, what, 10, 12, 14 people there. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's like, oh yeah, I guess we'll see you there. There's no discussion of doing anything, no, um, with any, with either of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but yeah, go ahead and just kind of like tell that story. Um. Well, we all we all meet kind of in a bar area first, and kind of all kind of mingle and get to know each other at a hotel at a hotel yeah. before we go into like the hotel room to kind of all hang out, um, <clears throat> and play and whatever, um. <clears throat> And so 
we were hanging out, kind of getting to know each other, things like that. Go in the hotel room. Um, and, uh, and John starts playing, um, with, well, well, back up. Let me, let me, let me back up real quick. Okay. So we, we had sat across the table, talked to them for, you know, half hour, 40 minutes, along with some others downstairs at the bar. Mm-hmm. You know, they seem like nice people. Yeah. Um, you know, she seemed great. You, you weren't, you weren't attracted to him in any way. No. And even had kind of a vibe. Yeah. That I you did. didn't like. Mm-hmm. So then we, we get upstairs and she was, she was really into me. Um, not that's a sound bad, but she was very interested, and and I had been somewhat interested in her. Mm-hmm. All right, so you and I are sitting on the couch. They're all, they're over on the bed, and he looks at me and waves me over, like, "Hey, come on over here." Yeah, toward toward her. Yeah. All right, continue. Oh yeah, thank you for <laughs> rewinding that a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so <laughs> he motions over to John to go over there. And I am not fucking kidding you. Immediately, immediately, he comes walking back over to me. Hey, want to play? Which is okay to ask. That's fine that he, he asked like, me. He, he asked. And the answer she gave. But I was like, I smiled. Yeah. And I was like, um, n- no, thank you, though. I, I appreciate it. But no, thank you. I smiled and it was I was nice as I could be. That motherfucker doesn't say okay, doesn't say anything, just walks off, goes back on the bed. And when he got over there, I don't know if I told you this, he had made some comment to me and her as we were playing about, about you like, oh, I guess she's, she's not here to play or something. Or he made something like, oh, she's not into playing or, you know, oh, that was disappointing. Or, I don't remember what he said, but it was something like that. And I, and I just said, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're kind of new. Maybe it's maybe it's just that, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That but he, dude. But he walked away after he said no. What? What? How did he act? He he acted pissed. Yeah. Like mad, upset. And I, I understand like rejection. But the thing is, in this lifestyle, like it's not personal. Like everyone has their own taste and mm-hmm. it might not be you or the lady might have something going through her head, something she's dealing with, or maybe something happened at the last party and she's just maybe getting past that because it was a weird experience or uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It could be so many things that it's not even you. Yeah. But like only a douchebag walks away acting offended and mad. And like, dude, that's a that's an immediate blacklist to anyone who sees it. Well especially w- the couple it's being done to. Well, and so here's what happens. John's playing with the lady on the bed and that dude that I, he, cause he walked back over there, said the remark to, to John that he said, <clears throat> he is eyeballing me the whole rest of fucking night. Like from across the room, eyeballing me like fucking weird, like fucking like mad eyes. Like, you know, and it, and it did kind of make me feel bad a little bit, you know? But then I was like, fuck no. Why am I feeling bad for telling somebody no that yeah. I don't want to play with? Well, he asked the question. So there's a 50-50 chance that it's going to be yes or no. So he opened himself up for it. It's like anything. But you know what What I fucking did later on that night? <laughs> I fucking walked over there because the lady, his girlfriend. She was cool. She was. And she motioned to me over there. So I was like, okay. 
So I go over there and I start making out with her while John's fucking her. And <laughs> and guess what? That dude didn't get nothing from me. He sat there just watched. Well, and here mm-hmm. it, this is we didn't. This didn't happen like on purpose. Just no. Like, here, fuck that guy. No, let's, but <laughs> let's rub some salt in his wound. But here's what happened. His his, his lady was a major squirter. I made her squirt probably six or seven times. Mm-hmm. Um. In about 10 minutes. And she was fucking like, she had to push my, my head away eventually. And she was laughing her ass off. Like she couldn't take it. Like it was just fun. I, I find I'm, you, you say I'm pretty good at that. And I find I have fun doing it. Um, it obviously worked on her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's almost like he treated, he acted like a douche when you said no. And there was no prior like conversation about this happening. No. Um, but he acted that way. Well, and, and, and here's, and, but here's the thing. He acted that way. Then you ended up making out with her while I was fucking her after I made her come six or seven times. Like, that to me is like, you fucking deserve this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I didn't, I wouldn't, we wouldn't do something like that intentionally. No. We're, we're not those kind of people. No. But it's just how it happened. But it's just how it happened. We were talking about it this morning while we were drinking coffee. And I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking glad that happened. I'm glad he got to fucking sit there. Like, mm-hmm. for getting pissed at you and trying to make you feel bad. Because that's a manipulator right there. Now- now hold on a sec, because uh-huh. there is something that you said. Here, here's the thing: even if we fucking priorly talked about playing, yeah, guess what? Messaging. In that moment, ladies, listen up. If you say, "Yeah, I'll play," and then you are in that moment and you are not feeling comfortable, and you get a weird vibe, or you're just not, you don't want to yet. That is completely okay to change your mind in that moment to say no, thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because that's called consent. And uh, guys, you go to fucking prison if you do things without consent. So you better listen up if that's the case. Yeah. Um, but not only that, but like maybe she's not ready now. But maybe you'll see each other again at a, at a different gathering, mm-hmm. like a week or a month from now, and she's feeling better from whatever was that was in her way then. And then you you still win there if yeah. you play or. Maybe you don't because she's just not interested in you and nothing you could have done ever would have made her interested in you anyway. And you didn't give yourself and your reputation a black eye. Yeah. And so, and, and here's what was afterwards we realized, oh, that was a bait and switch technique. Yeah, it so was. He waved me over to her to play with her and then beelined over to you. Immediately. It's like, <laughs> oh, we see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Now, you still said no and stood your ground. And here's the thing, ladies. If if you tell a guy no and he gets pissed off, no one gives a fuck. Like, in that in that moment, I'm going to say this in the nicest ways possible. That person does not fucking matter. As a human being, they do not fucking matter. Their feelings don't matter. Fuck their feelings. In that moment, if you say no and they try to make you feel bad or they act pissed, how you feel and what you are consenting or not consenting to is all that matters. Yes. That guy, hell, if he came there with a lady... He can go fuck with her. He can go play with her. That's a win. He goes Seriously. home with her. They can still, you know what? And he'll get over it in five or 10 minutes or however long. And if he doesn't, well, he's the fucking problem there. Yes. So, Not yeah, you. I mean, you always <laughs> you always have the right to say no to anything. And mm-hmm. that's very widely ex- accepted in the lifestyle and enforced. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get your ass kicked out of, at least the club we go to, you get booted out of there for, for anything somewhat weird. Or if you keep talking to someone, they keep telling you to go away. They'll throw your ass out in the street. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, look out for those bait and switch techniques, and don't be one of the guys that uses those. Yeah. The thing is, if you if you if you have a real connection with a couple to play with, 
You don't need that shit. People use that because they're not good enough to get it on their own. Yeah. And even then, it still doesn't work much most of the time or much of the time. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, guys. If, if a lady tells you no, remember this. It's not personal. Unless you're a douchebag and they see that, then it's personal and it's still a fuck no. Uh, like I said, it could be a number of things in her mind that changed her mind or she doesn't want to. And none of those things might have anything to do with you. Yeah. It could be her past. It could be previous experiences. Um, again, there's lots of people in the lifestyle for everybody. Like, I don't think we've ever met anybody who didn't have others who were their type that when they met, like if we weren't their type, well, someone else was. Oh, yeah. And so that's even for the guys. I mean, lots of ladies in the lifestyle like to have multiple guys. And so they're, they're looking for multiple single guys or guys with a hall pass, you know, that they can play with and have fun with even at the same time. So uh, it's, it, it doesn't mean you're not good enough or it doesn't mean anything about you. It just means the connection isn't there with this lady mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And you can't make it be there. And you shouldn't want to make it be there. Yeah, Because exactly. if you try to make it be there, it's not – now you're just going to vilify yourself. You can, well, you can't force it, and then there's the weird vibe. Yeah. Like, don't dig a grave. Like, put down the shovel and walk away and have fun with someone else. But, again, everyone has their own taste. And I know we – you know, you talked about ladies saying no. Oh, um, I know we're coming down to our time on this one, but talk about the um, – our other friends, they told us about phrases or code words that they use to their partner if um, if they're comfortable with somebody like when they meet somebody another couple or or a guy they had mentioned um like one of the things they said was they they uh they introduced themselves by a different name yes and so that signaled to their partner that hey these people are cool i'm comfortable with him or them or we're not Mm -hmm. so they use a different name if they're not comfortable with them like if they don't get a good vibe for the couple they have a separate name they use if they get a good vibe for the couple, then they'll give the real name. Yeah. Like their first name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're just yeah, their the, first name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's, diff- they talked about different phrases they use. Yeah. I forgot which one she said, but there was something that she doesn't like at all. Like, I think it's a food. And so she says that food. If she's getting a bad vibe for the guy, she'll say that phrase and that, pr- and he knows, Oh, Okay. Yeah, They're like, okay, let's shut this down. Yeah. You know, politely, but let's shut it down, mm-hmm. you know. And also, ladies, you can always go, well, I need to, I need to, I need to go to the bathroom. I need to go to the ladies' room. You know, hey, come with me, you know, and, you mm-hmm. know, husband or the guy with you will go with you. And that's kind of a, a out, or hey, I'm getting another drink, but good seeing you. Well, and that's kind of what we did, you know, last week when that, the guy that showed up when you went away. Oh, and he sat next to you. <laughs> and he sat club. next to me in the club. So yeah. that's kind of what. After a few minutes, I said, I need to go to the bathroom. And so he, and like I said, John goes with me everywhere, um, especially now that that happened. <laughs> yeah. And I'm never leaving, I'm never leaving her, you know, up alone or exposed or anything. Mm-hmm. But here's the conclusion, guys. We said at the beginning of this episode, here's the one piece of advice. Don't be a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Like, whatever that means to you, just don't be it. Don't act the ways that we've talked about in this episode. You know, if you get told no, it's part of the game. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it doesn't, again, it doesn't mean anything against you necessarily. Yeah. You might not just be their type, but mm-hmm. you're someone else's type. Yeah. And don't approach ladies or couples with an agenda, which I understand can be difficult to do because if you're in a sex club or an environment like that, um, obviously we're all there for the same reason. We're interested. Yeah. But 
you you have to you have to approach it loosely. You have to approach it just as a normal, respectful person. Like I said before, approach the lady like she's your sister. Just for the sake of having a conversation. Shake Be- the dude's hand first. Shake too. the dude's hand first. You know, talk get to know him like it's your sister and her boyfriend or you know, your sister and her husband. Um because that that will change your perspective and your internal mindset that people can pick up on whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. And it's either going to burn you. And now, here's the thing. Some of you who are manipulators, I know you're there, uh, some of you, you'll say, oh, great, awesome. This guy's giving me a tactic I can use to get around that that weird vibe radar thing. No, you won't. Uh, if you're not genuine, if you're not, if you're not being honest, people fucking feel it. And the vibe got, is there. Yeah. And if you've got... Two people. Now you've got double radars coming against you mm-hmm. and verifying. And if you're not genuine, like people can fucking feel it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like so, I said, from that one guy we met last week, like John played with the lady and then he got rejected by me and was giving me the evil eye the whole rest of the night. Yeah, don't like be a from the get go. I got a weird vibe with that dude. And then when he got pissed and walked off, didn't say a word to me. I. All that did was triple confirm the vibe I already felt. Yeah, he threw all his <laughs> he threw all his cards wide open on the table, true colors. Mm-hmm. And I was telling June, I said, "Well, I'm glad he wasn't a very good liar and manipulator because then, if you would have done something, and then he turned into a douchebag, you'd have that whole. I can't believe I fucking did that with him. Yeah, like that's why. Like, I mean, you know, I know they can't see our faces on here, you know, because it's audio." You know, it's podcast, but you are an extremely attractive Southern woman uh, with with a great body and the features that count and a beautiful face, beautiful eyes, and well, thank you. Y- you attract a lot, and you are very selective. And people who aren't willing to get to know us and kind of earn that, if there is a connection, we don't give a shit. Yeah, because there's plenty of other people out there like us who have the same mindset as us that we're attracted to and they're attracted to us. Mm-hmm. And we go, well, ha- we have fun with them. Yeah. But respect is a huge thing. Absolutely. And, and just being a normal, good person. Um, as a couple, we're not under any illusion that single guys at a club are, are there for any other reason than to find women. Typically. Mm-hmm. I mean, based on your orientation, whoever you're looking for, um, you know, we're there to find that. We all kind of are. We get that. So not to be too much of a dick to the guys, but here's the problem. The guys who act weird like we talked about today, mm-hmm. they ruin it for every guy out there who is a good dude. Now those guys have to fight even harder uh, and and just try even harder just to, to, to distinguish themselves and set themselves apart saying, hey, I know there's people out there like that. I'm not one of them. Yeah. And, you know, time tells the truth on everybody. Absolutely. And so, like, you can't hide who you are forever. So, have some integrity. Have a good approach. Treat people respectful and normal. Shake the guy's hand first. Be mm-hmm. nice. I mean, if, if oh, and here's another thing, real quick before we end. We've had people message us or even come up to us and, like, in the club, like, oh, hey, we just met you, so-and-so, whatever. We've literally talked to him, and then it's like, oh, hey, maybe we can go in one of the rooms later and play. And I'm like, oh, okay, we'll see you around. I'm like, fuck no. Mm-mm. Like, instantly shot down. Yeah. You just jumped the gun to the sex. You didn't even get to know us. Oh, my we gosh. Get, we, got, we got a message the other day from somebody um, locally here. Hey, we're so-and-so. 
this this couple in a neighboring city. Um, they said, "Hey, we're so and so. We're full swap, but it looks like you all are south swap, um, and that's okay too. <laughs> Want to meet?" That's all it said. That's all it said. That's no. all it fucking said. I'm like, are you fucking? I told John, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like straight to it. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. You know, a great looking dude, but you know, whatever. I'm hetero, so what does that mean? Um, she was actually hot, but it's like, dude, you just shot yourself in the fucking foot. Mm-hmm. Like you jumped right to like, and some people are looking for that in the lifestyle. So like, there it there are people out there that that works with because that's what they're looking for with us, the way we're wired and the way we like to do things. Uh, that is not the approach. No, it's not. Um, yeah. And so if, if, if someone jumps the gun straight to the sex or talks about, they didn't even get to know you, you know, where you're from, what do you like? I mean, that's like a, that's like a, that's like the worst salesman in the world mm-hmm. is trying to like push something on someone. You don't even know if they like what you're trying to sell them or want what you're trying to sell them. It's like a doctor saying, Hey, take all these pills. But he hasn't diagnosed anything. It's like prescription before a diagnosis is malpractice. Well, we had one last night. I think it said, nice profile. Want to meet up? Yeah. like I'm like, uh, <laughs> fuck no. Making it weird, buddy. Come on. Like, what the fuck? I... <laughs> like, just be a normal person. Now, I know that can sound like some people might think, well, hey, John, like, that's a very broad, general way to say something. But just... some people can't be helped Mm -hmm. some guys can't be helped (laughs) but the thing is just be good people be respectful people Mm -hmm. don't just jump to things don't assume things because if you do you're going to be let down yeah um you know and if a lady tells you no again guys don't be a fucking weirdo make her feel comfortable about saying no because for whatever reason she's not into you but there's going to be many others that are when you just meet them and so realize that there's somebody for everybody. There's yeah. no reason to be awkward or to create awkwardness and get blacklisted uh, <laughs> in people's minds and in their groups and their networks of influence mm-hmm. uh, in this lifestyle. This is there's someone there's people for everybody and we want you to have the best chance. Uh, but we're just telling you from our experience, these are things that absolutely do not work yeah. and will not work. Mm-hmm. And so uh, hopefully it was helpful for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just taking that. Any any last words here before we sign off? Just don't make it weird, dudes. Don't make it weird. <laughs> Until next time, keep on swinging. Thanks for listening to the New Swingers Podcast. Do you have a question about the swinger lifestyle or an issue you're struggling with? Send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. Newswingerspodcast at gmail.com. And there's a good chance we may anonymously feature and discuss your questions. So it can be helpful for you as well as other listeners. Just send us an email at newswingerspodcast at gmail.com.